0: me hi and welcome to the vr gaming podcast a podcast and commentary about vr gaming vr news vr hardware and vr reviews i'm your host nick lane and joining me once again is Justin Davis, Justin, how's it going? It's going great,
1: and it's good to be back.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I really enjoyed the show last month, and I, I as I was saying to you earlier, I got some positive feedback. So um, I, I think it's a far better show when we have two people talking. So thanks for joining me again. Might have no to make problem. this a regular thing. Definitely. All right. So this is uh, episode thirteen of the uh, the monthly podcast. It's we're recording this on Sunday may 17th and uh you know for the the third show under quarantine right now so as i've said finally the last two shows it's a it's a good time if anything for vr gaming um what have what have you been up to in the last month in terms of vr gaming
1: hmm well i've played some alex half-life alex stuff i've played uh lies beneath grip um oh pixel ripped 1995 oh, pavlov with you and and you know the other guys um not sure what else there's, i'm sure there's been some other stuff
0: all right yeah nice i've been uh i think most of my time i've, I've been sucked into pavlov and, yeah. and, and maybe some other games here and there but pavlov was like the that's kind of taken over that's going to become a regular thing but the uh group of people that i play with uh with, with you included mm-hmm All right, so uh, what we'll do for this show, per usual, we'll go over kind of the the news, what happened in the last month, kind of pick out some some chunks of things to highlight. And then uh, what we want to focus on and what we've been focusing on at least the last couple months is reviews. You know, again, good time to be playing some VR games. We want to help guide uh, people to uh, uh, some of the good ones out there, maybe some ones to avoid. So starting off with the news, uh, we've got – I think you alerted me to this, Justin. Uh, Phantom Covert Ops is coming out. On June 25th for the uh, quest and rift
1: yeah I am actually looking forward to this game and I heard recently David Hayter, uh, who did the voice uh, of snake in uh, Metal Gear he is doing the voice I think of like the the main bad guy in this game and uh, that that news kind of came out kind of recently and so this is a game where you are a you're in a kayak and i don't know if you're in a kayak the whole time nobody's really sure but that's what most <laughs> of the videos show yeah and, that's uh,
0: that's sort of the angle right like that's all i know about this game it's like a stealth game and whenever this comes up it's like the kayaks mentioned
1: yeah and i i don't know if you're a sniper or you know but it seems interesting i've never seen a game quite like that i mean i played kayaking games in vr but but never one where you're also killing people
0: yeah so are you into to stealth games does that appeal to you
1: yeah i like stealth games yeah
0: yeah i uh, i think of games like um oh, what was the game for the xbox with uh what sam fisher splinter cell splinter cell yeah so i was never into necessarily i i can appreciate those games but i was never into it but i got a ma- i think it's gonna be way more interesting in vr like genres that i'm not normally drawn to i can see myself appreciating so I don't know a ton about this game, only that, you know, they've got the kayak, and that's what it's showing, and it's stealth. But I'm looking forward to it. and I'm hoping that, you know, it's it's a game that's at least five hours long. Have you any indication on that?
1: Oh, I'm not sure about the length, no. But one thing I did hear is from someone that played it, I think he played both the Quest and the Rift version, the rift S version. And he said the rift S version had much better graphics, much better lighting and detail. And that, So I'm happy about that because a lot of times when they're both Quest and Rift, sometimes they don't make the graphics that much better for pc yeah
0: yeah i've heard of of some games coming out that have been like that right um Mm -hmm. so i'm I'm glad they they added that touch right quest is great but if i'm playing on a pc then i i don't want quest graphics that's why i have a bigger rig and a better headset yeah all right cool so so speaking of the quest and rift uh i've been reading that they are are I say back in stock might be a strong word because I think you said you were just checking on Amazon and, um, you know, prices are sort of inflated and it's third parties selling it, but Mm -hmm. they are, they are more back in stock or they have been becoming available recently. Um, uh, which is, which is good news, especially again, during this time, um, it's a kind of a good time to get into VR because people have a lot of time on their hands. So I actually have a friend out in uh, the DC area who, uh, got a quest he i guess he got an alert that it was available at a walmart so he went out a couple of weeks ago and got it then he called me because he l- knew i was into vr and now he's going to be upgraded. i think he bought like a pc on the spot because he wants more right he went down that that rabbit hole hmm. cool
1: uh yeah and i think rift s it said on amazon like it might have said three or four week wait so maybe you can get a new one but you just have to wait a, you know a few weeks
0: okay all right, that see that that might have gotten old really quickly. I put that note in there like last week, and now it might be uh, to the point where they're they're selling out again. Oh, as soon as
1: they're back in stock, they're already sold out. They yeah. can't make them make them fast enough.
0: Yeah, I mean the index is in in no better shape. It's uh, when you go to their page, it says it's like eight weeks out from ordering it. So yeah, I went you're there today.
1: August. I went there today to, ch- to check on that, and then it said that the base stations were sold out. Which I'm surprised, like the the base stations are sold out, like by themselves. But then uh, it looked like everything else was available. It showed like their price and order now. So I hit order and just clicking order, it was like your order's in. You you've just ordered a a valve index. I was like, What? <laughs> uh, yeah. You would think, you know, usually you click and then it goes through all these other screens where you have to confirm. But no, it was like, Nope, you're you've ordered it. And, but then it gave me a little hyperlink to cancel and I immediately hit cancel. But once I hit order though, even though it, it said, you're going to have to wait at least eight weeks before you can get this, but it put my order in. So I was yeah. like, holy,
0: holy shit. No, they're, it sounds like they're happy to take your money and get that commitment, right?
1: <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. That was surprising. Man.
0: Yeah. I had a, a friend in the pin community. Um, again, things come back to me cause they know I'm into VR, but uh, he ordered a valve index and you know, he's projecting August, right? That's. That's, that's what people are looking at which mm-hmm. uh, is this uh is this a good or bad thing right I mean that people want it they can't get it but VR is now sold out right it's a hot item so mm-hmm. w- what are your thoughts on that
1: about it being sold out and if they should wait
0: yeah is it like uh are you happy that it's it's sold out and or is that uh or is it is it a problem um, it's kind of hard to tell because I know it's <sighs> it's it's, it's it's sold out in a, because of right the pandemic, right? Th- then that's mm-hmm. that's a contributing factor. But it's also sold out because it's hot right now because you had a mm-hmm. Half-Life Alex, so it's sort of like the perfect storm uh, of things happening. Yeah, I
1: think it would have been this way either way, um, even without the pandemic. I just, I, I just, I, for some reason Valve doesn't just doesn't make enough, and they don't they don't make a lot of hardware, so they probably weren't ready for the demand. Yeah. Um, probably not a very good thing if they're not selling none off of them um i don't know i've i've told people that if you can't get well i used to say it but not anymore but i used to say you should probably just get a rift s but that was back when rift s's were available and easy to get instead of waiting you know forever for an index but now you're gonna wait for both of them so maybe wait for an index i don't know
0: no, I, I can appreciate that logic. like when my uh, uh my b- my pinball friend said that he ordered an index and he was also putting the specs on his like video card, which is like um it's like a, a 1600 or something like that. Or like it might have been like 1500. I was like, "Dude, you might I was thinking like you might be better off just getting Rift S and a better video card, right? Mm-hmm, for the experience." Yeah. Um but whatever. He wants to wait. But uh, to your point, well, if you're going to wait for the Rift S then <laughs> yeah definitely go for the index
1: yeah yeah unless you're on a budget then yeah probably go with this
0: all right mm-hmm. all right Uh moving on so i, I mentioned this because we did the review uh i forgot a month or two i think two months months ago at this point for echo vr i had been playing that game a lot have you ever played that justin yeah
1: yeah i, pl- I played uh a while back like back when it was you know newer I played uh, echo arena and then echo combat yeah um yeah i I mean they were fun but i didn't play them a lot i i went into some multiplayer matches with a guy i know that's really good Mm -hmm. at echo uh, arena and i just got destroyed and it kind of made me not want to go back into it
0: yeah yeah i can i can see that there's uh it is a is a good example i think of like a vr esport yeah um but there is that skill ceiling right where you can just get decimated and. And to its credit, it does have matchmaking, so mm-hmm. if you're just beginning, it should put you in beginner matches. But when you get into those matches that are sort of offset, yeah. you could just you just get destroyed. Um, yeah. But it's uh, the, the the interesting thing about that game. I mean, it's a, it's a free game. It's called Echo VR now, which encompasses Echo Arena, which is free, and then Echo Combat, which you paid I think nine ninety nine for. Mm-hmm. Um. Prior to it being c- or being ported or coming to Quest i got into a few months ago you can always find matches i mean there's always people playing which is nice i mean that's kind of like mm-hmm. the, the allure of pavlov these are multiplayer games that are populated you can always go in and find people to play with them and that's that's an important thing because there's not a lot of games in vr that are like that yeah. where you can just go and play with strangers um so now it's it's in open beta for quest and that includes cross-play with the rift and if you have an index or a windows mixed reality revive don't despair you can get revive and play this um it works works great on on index uh so i can i i, I want to step back in there at some point especially when it gets officially released because uh i bet it's a lot of fun on quest even though i don't have one but i'm sure it's going to be even better and now might be a good time for people to get into the game if you're on pc and you're interested in it especially because it's free because there's going to be a lot of beginners so you're, you're going to be able to find those matches easily and enjoy them yeah
1: yeah, the problem with my friend was he was at, like, level 100. He was at the highest level there was. So I was playing, you know, we were on the same team, but that then matched us with people that were at his level, <laughs> you know, on the other team. Right, right. So that was insane. Which is uh, which is a little
0: demoralizing.
1: Yeah. If I could play maybe, I mean, you're, I'm sure you're better than me, but if I could play with you and other guys that, you know, aren't professionals, then, yeah, that would be fun.
0: I think we'll do that because I have a, 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 a group – Uh, Some friends Mm -hmm. uh, that have like quests, right? But Mm -hmm. we can't play a lot of games with them because we're on PC. So that might be a good one. Again, especially when it it maybe officially comes out um, to kind of make that push and get a group. Because uh, when I was playing, it was like three on three. They were experimenting with 4v4. I'm not sure where they kind of settled on that. They were asking for feedback. Mm-hmm. But you know, getting a group of uh, of three friends together and playing, I think that could be a lot of fun. And it should. And again, if you do it that way, the game should match you out, uh, with beginners.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: But yeah, it'd be interesting to see, um, especially in that game. I, I think the quest has an advantage uh, because mm-hmm. you're able to kind of do a quick 180, or if you need to just turn completely around, uh, you don't have to worry about the cord and the cable getting in your way. So.
1: Yeah, the guy. Out. The guy I know that's really good, he just uses like snap turn all the time, and I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't want to do that in VR. I want to physically s- turn.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I, yeah. I, 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 do snap turn in Pavlov when I play, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's not the way I want to do it, but it's the yeah. way I need to do it, kind of deal. Yeah, because of the cord. Because of the cord. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think I do. I don't think I did it in Echo VR, which is it's just too disconcerting. But I'm, I'm sure to get good and ha- and you have a cable. That's what you got to do. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyways, um, check it out. It's 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 free. Nothing to lose. Uh, and and that's a game that I can see having some legs and being a big hit on the Quest. Okay, uh, and then moving down the pipeline here, we've got uh, Half-Life Alex Workshop support and beta level editing tools. So you know more than I do on this, Justin. Why don't you take it?
1: Yeah, so this came out this week that they added this workshop support and, you know, level editing tools. Uh, people previously had made some mods that, you know, I don't know how they did it exactly. Um, they worked for Alex. I hadn't tried those yet, but since actual official workshop support has been, you know, enabled, uh, there are already pages of levels and things that people have created, um, and it's only been a, a few days that this has been out there. Um, so I tried... I tried to, you know... Uh, I don't know, like eight different uh, levels that people made. I tried model viewers, so like you could, you could basically all the, all the people in the game are there, and you can look at them in 3D, and you know, look at them from all angles. Like every enemy, anim- almost all the enemies and all of the, uh, the friendly people, like uh, Alex Vance is there, G-Man, you know, uh, her dad, you know, all those people, and um, so then there was one glass house. You get a crowbar and you can go around just smashing glass in this house. The Doom, there's a Doom level. It's uh the first level of Doom. What was funny was you know, it start you're used to Dooms being incredibly fast, but Half-Life Alex this the locomotion speed is so slow compared to Doom. I I laughed when I first started moving. It was like, it was like I was like I was a snail in Doom walking around in uh, you know, episode 1 map 1. Yeah. Um and uh but it—I mean—it it looked, you know, like that level, and they had the actual Half-Life Alex enemies in there, where you would have seen Doom, you know, grunts or imps or whatever. Then there was a—you know—the piano, the level that has a piano. Oh yeah, yep. So they, people have made levels where there's just a piano there, and you can, you know, mess with that. And then I realized that's probably the best implementation of, of finger index finger tracking, you know, playing a piano. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen anything else that really utilizes it well. Um, then there was something called Gordon's Mod, so, you know, they ca- they're calling it that sort of like Gary's Mod, where you can just, like, spawn anything you want. You could spawn Jeff. You could spawn a Strider. You could like, you can, just by hitting a, a button on a wall, and you can spawn all the guns and, like, all these different models and things and play around with them, mess with them. You could, you could spawn tons of enemies and make them fight each other. So that one was pretty cool. Then there, some guy made one that had lightsabers, so you could, you know, run around killing enemies with lightsabers, and there, there was a portal-themed level, but I, I, I was hoping it was going to actually be functional, but it was really just aesthetic. Just, it looked like portal, because I, I picked up a cube and dropped it on a, a switch, hoping that was going to do something, but it didn't actually do anything. Like, the door that that led to was already open, so maybe, I don't know, maybe eventually people will be able to make actual working portal levels. But um there are levels that are like wave shooter levels, where, you know, uh, like... It was actually kind of scary, you know. Uh, a bunch of those uh, head crabs will just keep spawning and coming at you, and you're just having to run around, dodge them all, and kill them all. Um, and there are vending machines where you can get more ammo and weapons and stuff. And then, but then wave two comes, and it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. And uh, so that's all the the workshop levels I've tried so far. Um, so I think with time, yeah, I'm sure there're going to be some, probably some really badass full length levels.
0: So is this the kind of thing where somebody can create a whole new game with it, or is it more or less just messing around with the assets and the Half-Life universe?
1: No, I, yeah, they could make a whole. I think they could make a whole game with this. I think so. I mean, but it's it has to, actually it has to be the assets from Half-Life. Actually, though, you can't gotcha. you can't create your own, or I don't think you can import your own either.
0: Gotcha okay um so it's not like being given the source 2 engine it's being able to play with like tools from half-life alex
1: yeah maybe that maybe getting the source 2 engine maybe that's like the next step um because this is a beta i don't know if they're gonna enable more later i'm not sure
0: yeah i'm waiting and ready for people to kind of take it from here take you know the the engine from half-life alex and make a game like you know the way that counter-strike got developed right and yeah went off to be its own thing yeah i think that's what's gonna happen i just don't know when all right all right yeah we're still waiting we're still waiting for to uh for some more games or big announcements or something so we know that you know the original story was that valve was working on three vr games and and well one of them is half-life alex which is out we just don't know what the other two are and uh, no idea when they were going to possibly come out. Yeah, I don't hold your breath on that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, I just don't know what the current climate and the situation with the pandemic is, is doing to VR and, and development. I, I mean, on some level, again, it's, I, I want to guess, and there's got to be some stats out there that um, sales are up and, and people are mm-hmm. buying maybe more games than normally. I, I to guess because you're looking for entertainment and things that you might have gone out and, and, and have done for fun, seen a concert, whatever, going, going to movies, now you're plugging into video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it's got to be disruptive for studios and um, you know software developers and game developers to uh, put out new games and new projects. Not that they can't work remotely, but it, it's got to it's um, stifle it a bit.
1: Definitely, yeah. And I don't know how many people have lost their jobs or are getting less pay than normal. Um, to, to pay for all this stuff. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, if I, I have to keep my eyes up. I, I would love to know that. That's the kind of stuff that I'm just intrigued by. So, I'll have to uh, keep my eyes open for that. If anybody knows, hey, you're welcome to uh, email us at vrgamingpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Look at that plug. All right. Let's go over <laughs> to uh, reviews and uh, the three games that we've got. Pixel Ripped 1995, Carnage Chronicles, and Pavlov never reviewed that game, and I had mentioned, I think, on the very first show that it was uh, one of my favorite games. So let's start with Pixel Ripped. I have not played this game, so this is all you, Justin.
1: Okay, so Pixel Ripped 1995 is the sequel to Pixel Ripped 1989. Um, originally, Pixel Ripped was called Pixel Rift, like Oculus Rift, and it was uh, this free demo on for DK1 and DK2 on the Oculus Share, which was this website where people would upload their little demos and stuff. And this uh, woman, Anna Ribeiro, um, as her student project, she made Pixel Rift. And um, so, you know, she kept working on it, and then eventually it became Pixel Ripped 1989, probably because either Rift is like a trademark thing, or maybe didn't want it to be attached to just one company, like the name. So in Pixel Ripped 1989, um, you you play as this little girl named uh, Nicola, and you hold a Gear Kid, which is like a handheld, you know, uh, video game console like a Game Boy or Game Gear, and your controllers is a motion track. So you know, however you move your controllers, the the little the little uh, Gear Kid you know moves in your hands. So that, so that's pretty cool. I've never seen anything like that in VR, and. You fight this evil guy named the Cyblin Lord, and the premise is you're in school the whole time and you have to, you know, play the game and beat the levels all while, you know, hiding it from your teacher. And you have to distract her by interacting, like you interact in the, the actual world in the game um, by like, you know, knocking things over in the classroom or shooting spit wads at other kids in class or, or something. And then that distracts her, and then you can beat the level while she's off doing whatever. And um, it's really, it's one of my favorite VR games. It's, it's really cool. I've never seen anything like it. So 1995 is the sequel. In 1995, it continues from 1989, but you this time you play as a, as a little boy named David, and you're fighting the same evil guy, Siblin Lord. And uh, so 1989 was, you know, it was basically just a standard platformer it didn't really it was kind of like mega man kind of like sonic mario games but in 1995 they it, they're t- they're taking inspiration from mostly 16 bit era games so in this game you're going to play actual like they've made a bunch of actual games for this game so for example there are like clones of uh, zelda a link to the past and ocarina of time sonic the hedgehog zool Super Metroid, Road Rash, Castlevania, Donkey Kong Country, Streets of Rage, Star Fox, Pit Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and Crash Bandicoot. So there's some Nintendo 64 and PlayStation 1 era stuff in here too, but it's mostly 16-bit. But there's so many different games in here, and if you're a retro gamer at all, you're going to love this game. Um, so you you go through this game, you play most of these games on a CRT in front of you, so like you'll be in your house... Playing the game, looking at this CRT, and you can look around and, like, you're you can see all 360 degrees around you, see your house, see your kitchen, see, you know, the entertainment center over there on your left, and your mom's in the kitchen, and your mom will harass you, like, you've been on playing that too long, and you need to go do your homework, and all. And you need to sort of like 1989, you need to distract her so she'll get off your case. And then there's scenes where you're in the bedroom. And you're playing, it's late, you're supposed to be asleep, and your, your mom like, hears you playing, and she'll you know, come into the room. And, and what you have to do is like, things like you have to pick up a remote control that's on the table next to you, and you have to like, turn the TV off to get your mom to, to go back to bed. And, and, that, and that happens if you like, do something certain, some certain thing in the game, like a Castlevania game. If you step on something in the game that causes a noise, like a creak of wood, It'll wake your mom up, and she'll she'll want to come to the room. So it's things like that you got to manage the real world, and you got in the game world at the same time. And then there are scenes where, where the, the real world actually becomes the game world. Um, The video game spills out into the real world. Like, for example, there's a you know a road rash scene where you're controlling the character. The character in the game is named Dot. That's sort of like the Mario, the Sonic character. like, you're in the back of your dad's car, in, in the tr- basically in the, the trunk of her hatchback, and you're, you're picking up produce out of the grocery bag that you just went to the grocery store, and you're throwing it at enemies from the back of the car to help Dot, who you're also controlling with your controller, uh, fight the enemies in this road rash-themed thing. It's really cool. It's hard to explain without you actually seeing it i did a bunch i did a whole playthrough of this game Uh, so you could watch that on my channel but i recommend that you play it instead and i think i've said too much about all of that
0: (laughs) so this is a good this is a good opportunity to plug your youtube channel uh for those Uh, that can't remember or didn't listen last time
1: yeah so i'm mame fan uh m-a-m-e hyphen f-a-n um so mame is multiple arcade machine emulator i mostly do arcade games but i also do vr and i do a little bit of pinball um so that's what i do and i take requests but yeah i have pixel rips 1995 there and i want to do a video of 1989 also
0: so it's funny so this game is like right up your alley then
1: <laughs> oh Besides yeah it, this is
0: classic this arcade is, and then VR. it doesn't get any like more aligned than that
1: yeah and once i beat it i got right on the discord and started talking to anna ribero the developer and you know, suggesting things. Oh, you can do this and do that, and they have all sorts of ideas that they're working on. And so, yeah, I'm pretty big into it.
0: That's cool. They uh, they also made, didn't they make Path of the Warrior on uh, that came out a couple months ago uh, for Oculus?
1: Not Arvor. They didn't make Path of the Not, Warrior. No. Okay. I don't know right. why I
0: was thinking it was them.
1: Path Sorry. of the Warrior was by the developer of. Um, oh man. I can't think of it. You know the black and white game for Rift. That it was a very, it was an early Rift game. No. And it was never, like a, it was yeah. like a horror game.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Any, anyways. Anyways. You okay. Off your, your, your track.
1: Well, the graphics are similar. Maybe that's okay. why. Um, okay. They both have cartoony graphics. Um, so the graphics are nice, but they're cartoony. It's not. It's not like they're very detailed. But I mean, they're bright and colorful. You know, there are scenes like. There are scenes where you're in an arcade, there are scenes where you're in a video store, and like everything looks really good. I mean you can look around and like for example the video store you're gonna see all these different uh, videotapes. Like like it's like you're at a blockbuster and you can read all of the uh, titles and their posters up and it's you know it, it's really appealing. Um, so I guess I'll go to sound. You're gonna hear a lot of retro music and a lot of retro sound effects. They actually sampled Lots of old games and and brought in some music and sound effects from them. And so, and then there's there's actually pretty good voice acting. So the mom has tons of lines uh, in the game where she's harassing you and, you know, and everything. And there's a whole story around that. And then there's a dad and there's this other, there's this little neighbor kid who's a little asshole. And he's always, you know, talking, talking shit to you because he's like... Oh, you're on that game? I beat that game, like you know, years ago, and blah blah blah. And i my score is better than yours, and you know, and, and it's all pretty convincing. I mean, it's the story's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. And as far as the controls, um, yeah, the controls are good. I initially had a little bit of issues because because some of the like you talk to some in in the game like the uh, link to the past game you talk to people that are like, you know, little villagers and stuff. And um, so a little dialogue box would pop up where they talk to you. And I was having some problems with index controllers where I couldn't get the dialogue box to advance. But that's part of the reason I went to the Discord and talked to them about it. And then they realized what the issue was and they fit then they immediately patched it.
0: Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's nice yeah. that they're they're that responsive.
1: Yeah. And um, so, yeah, they, they she asked me, hey, can we, you, you know, do some more testing when we do new, new uh, patches because we don't, they didn't have indexes, or they didn't have many of them. Oh gosh, gotcha. test with yeah.
0: So one question I have for you: I know there's there's a couple more categories to go through. Mm-hmm. Is retro games can be can be difficult? You yeah. know, um, what's the difficulty of this game? What, what's kind of the tone of of that? Like, is it this for like hardcore retro game fans, or could, uh, just somebody who loves to play VR games? Could they appreciate this? And talk a little bit about that if you can.
1: Yeah. Uh, Pixel Rip 1995. I think it's 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 not too hard. I think I think anybody could get through 1995, um, even if you know you're not experienced with retro games. Um, you know, there's some little puzzles here and there that are a little tricky. I'm not going to give away what they are, but there's some some thinking you have to do where it's like, oh man, I would never would have thought of that. Um, but like the actual Inputs, you know, and like you know, um, fast reflexes. It's nothing too crazy in that game, but in 1989, uh, most people I know that tried that game never beat it. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's because it gets really hard toward the end. A lot of people just got stuck at the final boss because the final boss is really hard. Okay. Um, yeah. I want. I want to do a video of that and uh, see how that goes. But I remember like, yeah, I remember. Being like, damn, I might have to give up, but I eventually beat it. Nineteen
0: eighty nine. Nice. Well, see, like, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't go out and buy this game, uh, you know. And I, I, grew up in this era. I was fifteen in nineteen ninety five, and mm-hmm. you know, all the games that they're making reference to, I, I, I know them. I mean, Road Rash is one of my favorite games back in the day for the Genesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I, I see that, I remember that. Yeah, those games were good in that context. But I wouldn't want to go back and play a retro game. I know that's huge and. Find them on YouTube and Twitch, and people like that. And there's nostalgia. I'm always kind of mm-hmm. like forward-looking. They were good for the time, but you can just kind of see how they they, they they don't age well, or they're the the difficulty is so high on them because there's just so little content, right? So mm-hmm. when I see that, I, I I'm like, uh, I don't know if this is going to be fun. So that's that's reassuring. I think um, I think I might jump in and have to try the the 1995 one.
1: Okay, the, here's another thing though. So these these little these games, they're you know they're mini games based on. None of it's like a full game, like you yeah. know, full Road Rash or anything. But none of them are none of them are as good as mm. those original games. Like all of them have something wrong with them where they don't feel as good mm-hmm. because they couldn't possibly, you know, make all of these, you know, as good as the original. Um, they just didn't have enough developers. It's a pretty small company, develop uh, developer. Um, so like in Streets of Rage, the Streets of Rage clone, like. I don't. You can't do any special moves. I don't even think you could do kicks. It was just, like, punches, oh. mostly. Okay. Stuff like that. Um, and sometimes some of the enemies would just spawn out of nowhere instead of... Like, in a Streets of Rage game, they're, usually they're going to come in from the sides of the screen. But sometimes in that, they would just appear out of nowhere. And that's one of the things I told them I think you should probably fix. Because mm. they're, they're, like, human characters that just, like, appear out of nowhere like they're, you know, ghosts... Um, so stuff like that um, kind of keeps them from being as good as what they're inspired by, but yeah. it's still fun.
0: Okay. No, that, that makes sense. And it helps put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, the last categories, um, maybe immersion or last ability. And then if you can give it a, a, a final rating.
1: Yeah. So as far as immersion, the, the the one of the coolest things about the game is how you'll be playing on the CRT and then out of nowhere, bam, the game becomes like inside the game. The game is inside the world out of nowhere, and that's when it's like that's when you feel really, really immersed. When you are in the game world, and you know uh, it's you know all three D around you, whatever's going on, that's it's really immersive when that happens. Um, so that's the best example of that. Last ability, I mean. I beat this in the, like about three hours, but some people it's taken them four or five hours. Depends on the person. Uh, the, the, the developers told me she's ask, adding uh, like more uh, more features to make it more lastable to like give people more incentive to keep playing it. Uh, I know people are doing speed runs, but most people don't want to do a speed run. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure what they're adding. Um, but it's only it's only twenty bucks. Yeah. I think it's an awesome deal. If, if it was 30, I would be like, "Oh, I don't know about recommending this to people," but at 20, I think for sure. Unless you're not interested in retro games, then I would say don't. Okay. Don't get
0: it. All right, so if you had a for a rating, what would you say this is w- would come in yeah. at? Uh,
1: for me, it's a 9.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, nice. For
1: most people, I would probably that most people would probably say maybe eight, maybe maybe some would say seven. I guess it depends on what you're into.
0: Gotcha. Okay, yeah. that's a that's a good endorsement. I might have to pick it up. I think it's a nice change of pace from what I typically play, mm-hmm. and you know I am sure I'll appreciate some of that nostalgia. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, cool. very good. So that's a uh, pixel ripped 1995, and Justin gives it a, a very strong nine. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on. This is a game that Justin and I have both played. I've played it more recently than you, I believe, but you've played this at some point, and that's uh, Carnage Chronicles. It's uh, made by the company's Nordic Trolls. I think it's a team of three people. Um, I have to say that they are responsive on Steam because I've had some questions um, that I've had to ask about the game, so I appreciate that. Uh, It came out on April 24th, 2017. It's uh, $24.99, and I believe it's still in early access. So it's been a it's been a while since you played this game, right, Justin? I actually loaded it up today. Gotcha.
1: Just to see what changed. Okay. Yeah.
0: Have you beaten the game or how far how oh, many yeah. hours do you have into? Oh you have. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, so this is this is gonna be a, this might be a little interesting because I, I have not beaten it I'll, I'll kind of get into all that. Okay. Um, so the the overview and objective of the game, this is a, a dungeon crawler. And I think what what the appeal is, or at least the initial appeal for me, was that it's a multiplayer dungeon crawler. I really want to, I, I, I said this last show, I really want like a good RPG multiplayer dungeon crawler. Like something that's really scary, something that's really in-depth. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm waiting for that day. So when I learned about Chronage Chronicles, this instantly appealed to me. Um, it's got a lot of reviews on Steam, and the reviews I think are, might even be very positive. Like it's, it's up there. So, mm-hmm. I finally pulled the trigger several months ago because I had some. Um, I've been waiting to, to uh, play with some folks, and I, I had some friends that would play. So, I played with Adam, um, Justin, and Gorin, and, and Matt, like kind of a usual group. So, that was kind mm-hmm. of like the. Uh, they, they experienced it with me. Um, there's only two classes in the game. So, there's kind of mm-hmm. like the, the warrior and an archer. Yep. I think that they've mentioned that they have plans to add like a, like a, a monk or a wizard or something like that. So you're either um, you know, swinging your sword or you're pulling, pulling a bow back. But um, actually both classes have the, um, other weapons. So the archer has like a dagger that they, the archer could use. And the warrior has like um, a crossbow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, the, that's, the, that's the kind of the, the meat and potatoes of the game. Do you know how many hours it took you to beat this? Because I've got seven into it. Oh, man. Um, it's I, a meaty I, game.
1: I, see I got it when it first came out and you know they only had like maybe one level then and I so I, I did all that but I couldn't beat it then um, I, okay. I got to the final guy and I couldn't beat it and then every time they released more content I would like play it again and then I eventually played it with a, a, a friend of mine and that's when we beat it um, I don't know I I, got, I I need to look at steam right now and I could tell you yeah, how many hours okay. I have in it
0: well, I guess that's a tricky, a tricky question because when you played it, there could have been far less. There's, there's, there's definitely less than when I played it a few months ago, right? Yeah. It's, it's still more along. Um, I think I'm on like, I think there's like three portals or three worlds or I don't know how you want to count it currently in the game, and I, I got to like the second one. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Um, the graphics on this game, I, w- I would say that the graphics on this game are pretty impressive, especially for uh, a small team and Especially from a game that came out a couple years ago. I mean, I'm sure if if it looked like this in 2017, then it's definitely one of the best-looking games at that time, and it still has aged quite well. Um, there's there's good details in the textures. Um, there's not a ton of variety in the world itself, but it's you know way ahead of some other RPGs like Vanishing Realms, right? Which is super basic. Like this is just way more detail. Like this to me, when I I, I first played Vanishing Realms when I got into VR and then playing this game, this game, like, if you're going to pick one, I, I, I want to lean towards Carnage Chronicles. It's just multiplayer. It's better graphics. There's just more going on, right? So it's a very appealing game, and it seems optimized quite well. I d- didn't have any issues uh, running it.
1: Yeah, I never have had any issues with it either. Uh, yeah, when I first loaded up, yeah, in 2017, I was like, damn, this looks awesome. It's Unreal Engine 4, so I guess that's why part of it um and uh to answer the question 11.6 hours that's how many okay. hours i have in
0: it. okay good to know i don't I'm, i don't know if i mentioned this in the beginning but it is uh up to four players can play co-op mm-hmm. uh, with it um the sound in the game this, the sound in the game is 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 not bad um there's some characters npc characters that um you know will talk to you there's not a lot mm-hmm. uh basically this is a, a dungeon crawl so you might get a kind of a half-hearted mission i mean it's not even that it's not like you get multiple quests or you go to the, the shop and buy a couple of things and there's a couple of voice lines yeah the voice acting is not terrible it's nothing amazing but it, it gets the job done kind of deal
1: yeah when i first played it they, they didn't have any of that shop stuff none of that like and the, there's the, the character you talk to in there and all that none of that stuff um, oh wow so okay. that's all new stuff and um, okay yeah and yeah, so you're uh, playing a
0: bare bones game
1: Oh, it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty bare bones. Well, they did have, when you would, you know, when you touch the scrolls, the the voice would, the narrator would narrate. You know, they have a gotcha. guy with uh, like some some sort of European accent. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Totally. Okay. Um, Controls. Oh. Yeah, yeah Wait, go ahead.
1: One thing about sound was I, I had issues with mic audio yeah. with this game.
0: Yeah, 100%. Dude, I'm glad you yeah. brought that up. I forgot all about that. That was driving me crazy.
1: Yeah. So, and I don't know if you, I don't think you could disable the mic audio, so then you couldn't use Discord. I don't remember.
0: Yeah. I, we had a problem with that. We had, yeah. we, and there's no option in like the game settings to control mic volume. Right? Yeah. So you, you couldn't play around with that. It was, it was super annoying. We were getting echoes being in Discord. So it's just like a basic thing that, yeah, the game's in early access, but they, they, they should fix that in a heartbeat, especially since it's been out for uh, three years now. Yeah. Um, other than that, for you know where VR is for a team of three for the price point, the the, the sounds good. That's just a kind of an annoying thing that you got to keep in mind and you might be experiencing yeah. when you play with people. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, the controls on the game, and I think this kind of, kind of will blend into immersion a little bit. So you and I, uh, I use the index. Mm-hmm. You probably played well, pre-index, so you can kind of yeah. compare the it index been versus Vive like before. I yeah,
1: so. Index, I you know I did today. It I couldn't really tell a difference. Yeah, it seemed just as good as when I was doing Vive before.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, they're, they they have like index functionality. Like you can move your uh, fingers, but mm-hmm. they don't that's all like it's like the gimmick of moving fingers rather than like really designing around the index or or you know making it like a benefit or really saying oh it's so much better to use the index uh controllers right it's not it's not the case um but the game certainly functions with it Mm -hmm. um the game so uh, i guess the heart of the game is the gameplay which comes down to you know if you're if you're doing melee if you're the warrior um you're fighting enemies um it's it's okay. It's okay. It's mm-hmm. you know n- we're now into the era of like physics is everything, right? When in in these games. Like this is what people have been pushing for and waiting for. So this is a game in 2017 we don't have really good physics in terms of VR like we do with um the Walking Dead game that just came out. Yeah. So you they have a thing I think they they call anti-waggle. So you can't just kind of move your r- like wrists around and just kind of just cheese the enemies you actually have to put some force in your swings Mm -hmm. but you know your weapon goes through the enemies right and um you know the weapon your weapons go through things like i can one of the issues i was having is when i'm fighting somebody and Mm -hmm. i'm playing multiplayer i find that i'm like almost clipping through the enemies or the enemies are getting pushed through me it's Mm -hmm. really it's really kind of annoying and jarring it's not great yeah it's not great
1: yeah i was playing as the warrior today, um, because, you know, I always, in all these types of games, I always play as an archer, so I was like, let me see the warrior, because uh, the the warrior combat, I tried it a long time ago, and it was pretty bad, and the animations of the enemies were, were, were bad, but they've improved it a lot. Um, like, so, the, I think the enemies look a lot better, and their animations are way more smooth. Before, it was kind of like, they would just... You know, out of nowhere, I started animation just from mm-hmm. nowhere, and, like, it didn't look fluid at all, and now it's a lot more fluid, and, um, I don't know, hitting them with, uh, the warrior's swords felt better than it did previously. I felt, you know, I don't know, more responsive, um, but, yeah, it's nowhere near Saints and Sinners or, or, you know, uh, Boneworks or Alex level of physics, I mean. You know, your hands, if you don't have a weapon, your hands and every, you know, everything you hold will go through everything. But one thing I did notice was if I had my swords out and if I hit them against, like, for example, a stone wall or or anything, there was actually, there was a a clink and a a physical, I I mean, a visible, you know, stone, like, you know, like a spark or a stone or something coming off of it. So at least there was that. And when the, when the swords hit each other, they would do a clink, clink, and there'd be a, a little spark. That was about all there was as far as physics in the game that I could notice.
0: Yeah, this is the kind of thing that, you know, in twenty seventeen, this would be like cutting edge, kind of like impressive, you know, yeah. towards the top. Like this would be great. Now mm-hmm. though, it's just it, it's just not enough. No. Um. So and and I don't I don't think they can do much more. I mean, sure, you know, when the enemy swings at you, you block, you put up the block, and, and mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Um. But it's 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 starting to show its age. Uh, yeah. For sure, and I think this is. Uh, so I have. a I, I ended up having a lot of problems with this game. Not like problems mm-hmm. running it. I went from liking this game and, and enjoying it and saying, mm-hmm. "Okay, this is good. I can't wait to see where it's going to go." To absolutely like, oh, like, hate <laughs> might be a strong word, <laughs> but I'm never touching this game again. And I got to a point where I played like the first world or Portal or level whatever you want to call it and that was fine and my mm-hmm. group was seemed to enjoy it somewhat like we wanted to continue playing it and see where this mm-hmm. went um the next portal or level this is where just things just like went off the rails like big time <laughs> um uh. and controls are so sort of wrapped into this um it's i don't know if you play this level but it's this level where these like these mushroom yeah enemies. i was wait i was that's what i was gonna say the fucking mushroom assholes it's so dude it's so weird it's <laughs> just so the the first l- world level seemed fine you're like okay we're moving along and i could probably nitpick things here and there but i'm gonna continue this game then you go this next level and these mushroom guys kamikaze into you and blow up and like yeah. your weapons are seem way under power everybody seems just like um what is it called? Just like I don't, you got to take like a million arrows or a million hits, right? Um, yeah, and
1: and and you hear, hurt each other accidentally all the time, but I think you can turn that off. I read. You can That's, turn that off, yeah. yeah. And
0: I and I'd advise it the way the game just ends up going. But like, yeah, yeah, these guys just run into you, Kamikaze, explode. You can't kill them quick enough. It's mm-hmm. sort of like you got to grind to get enough money to buy a better weapon. And we spent like hours on this level, yeah. and it just progressively. It starts off frustrating, and <laughs> then it just gets so bad, like just so terrible. We got to the point where we were just dying all the time yeah. um, from every which way. Uh, we got to this the, – the moment we stopped is in that level, and we were like an hour, an hour and a half into that level or so. I can't even – it's hard to tell because we died so long, so we mm-hmm. might have barely been into it. Um, but we, we got past like this boss, and we got to another level then introduces like these new enemies they're like these like harpies right there's yeah the topless harpies yeah dude this is the (laughs) craziest this is so we were already like frustrated at like the level of difficulty where you're like these are just like bullet like sponges right like they were
1: there to improve your mood
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) so like the enemies are just taking a million hits we're just dying left and right and then we just like what happens if we just start running ahead so we ran ahead Mm. and we find these new like these harpies (laughs) <laughs> and uh they're topless yeah. like and like okay like that's cool that's fine no problem it's over but the weird thing is it's so jarring because this is this is not a kid's game mm-hmm. but it's not like that the, the tone just totally changed it's like why are they topless like you have like, these orcish or cartoonish mm-hmm. characters and then these like topless harpies <laughs> are everywhere um yeah. but the worst one well, of the worst thing is is like i was an archer and the um, enemies uh, when you hit. when you shoot at them like the the um, arrows are like you gotta be really precise with the arrows. Yeah. It's not like they're not very forgiving, which is fine. No. There's nothing wrong with that inherently, right? Yeah. Um, but the enemies, what they do is when you shoot an arrow at them, they dodge. Like mm-hmm. they just like they they sidestep or they move their body a little bit. So you can just be sitting on one enemy for like a minute, just be like just fucking die, dude. Like, you're just pulling the arrow back, and you're like, oh, they dodged again, they dodged again. And mm. then, you're like, you put three arrows in him, they're still not dead. And then just multiply that by God knows how many enemies. And then <laughs> when we got to the one part where there's these harpies flying, we're just like, dude, there's no way we're playing this game at <laughs> all. It was just, it was, it went from being, like, this game that we were like, okay, this is a good, this is a four-player game. Mm. Our friends can all get together. We can kind of go through this to, like, this is a miserable experience. <laughs> I can I'm I can hear Adam complaining. Yeah. I can hear him. I can hear it. Yeah. I think it broke him. <laughs> I, I I think he I think he couldn't process just what was going on. Like,
1: yeah. Oh, I wish I heard all that. Um,
0: I should go back into the stream. Oh my God, I should clip. I I I don't think I have it, so it saves past 14 days because I really should have uh, clipped the moment where we we're just getting frustrated. And we we're, were like let's just see if we can run through this and we we got to the topless harpies <laughs> <laughs> you were close to the end i think oh, really
1: yeah you were i close. thought there was
0: like another portal though maybe so. it's locked oh maybe it's not in the game yet maybe I it's know. not in the game yet
1: yeah i think that's what it was i think once we got past that level i i think was the final boss i'm not sure though but but that level was the last level added to the game the Mushroom Man level. Uh,
0: oh, it's so bad. It's just. Yeah. It's it's too that, bad. Like I'm sort of rooting for these guys. Yeah. Um, but that is well, like, don't waste your time with it, kind of deal.
1: There, what level of difficulty you're on? Because there's casual, normal, and hard.
0: Normal, normal. I'm always normal. like the normal. Like I always yeah. play like default. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do too. Um, but I, th- I th- wonder I think what
1: casual would have
0: done. Yeah, maybe. Like mm-hmm. the, it just anno- it got to the annoying thing where you would shoot like an arrow and they kept on like dodging, right? Like yeah, that just yeah. was like a BS kind of thing. Like yeah. your arrow would have definitely hit them, but they're just dodging and they're not like moving dodging. It's like they're standing still and they just move their body like a, a they yeah. twitch their body over. And you're like, okay, um, this is just like to ex- I feel like it's just to extend the game or it put like artificial difficulty in it, right? It doesn't yeah. become when skill at that point.
1: When I played that level with that other guy. I was, we died so many times we played it for like hours we died so many times on that one level. And I was thinking the whole time, we're not going to keep playing this. Right. I didn't say it. I didn't didn't even like know him that well yet. So I, I, I I didn't want to be like, all right, I'm done with this shit. So I, I just kept going and he might've felt the same way. He might've been like, why is this guy still playing? (laughs) And we just kept going. We died so many times and eventually it, it worked somehow.
0: Oh my god! Dude. Yeah, yeah, it just got. It was just like I. We would start laughing. we were just like, are yeah. you kidding me? Like, what yeah. is going on? Like, it just. It's just so weird. <laughs> um, I I don't know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into the rating. So, that's seven hours of playing that game. I actually played um, maybe for an hour or two with another friend, and then I I, I restarted with this group. So maybe mm-hmm. that's like four or five hours into it. But um, yeah, out of, out of a ten. I'm gonna give this game probably the lowest rating I ever gave any game. This is a a five, which that might even Mm. be generous because of just how upsetting that part was. I just Mm. I don't even I don't see a reason to grab this game. I really don't. um, No matter how much you want, the first maybe a few hours are gonna be all right in the first kind of portal, but you just got nothing but pain and misery when you get to the Mm. mushroom level.
1: Yeah, I agree. Twenty five dollars is too much. This goes on sale probably. Oh no, twenty five. I'm looking. At, no, it's no. no it was twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nope. Um, that. Yeah, that's too much. I think nowadays. So, but if it's on sale for half off, and you want a multiplayer game, and you're not, you know, you're you don't you're not you're not turned off by the difficulty, then you, you could go for it. I, I would maybe give this. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a six and a half. Okay. I would've given it a higher rating back in twenty seventeen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think that's that I I, I think I would've been but then again in twenty seventeen if I got to that level I would have felt the same way. Yeah. But,
1: it didn't exist yet. Yeah. Yeah, you would have just you know <laughs> you would have beaten the game so fast that you would have or been, you know, been through all the content and you would have said, Well that wasn't worth it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean the, look, it's an early access so Maybe they'll go back and f- fix it, and it'll be better. But yeah, I, I would say save your money on it. All right. Um, last but not least, we go to Pavlov, and um, this game. Oh, I don't have the date that it came out. I but I remember it's uh, so it's from Van Crupt Games, and it came out in February 27th. I believe it's 2017. I forget to put the year, but I almost positive on that. And mm-hmm. it uh, sells for twenty four ninety nine, which is actually a uh, recent, by recent, the last that's, six months price increase. This game used to be nine ninety nine, yeah. and my God, it was a steal. You remember, Justin? <laughs> did you ever see this game ever be like fifty percent off? It'd be like five dollars for Pavlov.
1: I don't think so. I don't think I ever I don't remember seeing it on sale because it's already so
0: cheap. It was yeah. though. That's the crazy it thing. Was? It was yeah. There was times when wow. it was five dollars. That's it's, crazy. Such a it was like steal then and even at twenty four ninety nine I'm, I'm 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 spoiling it I love yeah. this game uh, it's one of my favorite games but even twenty four ninety nine is uh, just a great price yeah,
1: when it. I saw that I was like that has to be a typo but no it is twenty
0: four ninety nine wow yeah I didn't know that all right so Pavlov VR uh, think Counter Strike think CS Go that's what this game is it looks like Counter Strike it's a, like a completely rip off basically of Sorry, ripoff is a bad word, but like it's, it's this truth. true. It's a it's a mm-hmm. it's a Counter Strike, man. That somebody made mm-hmm. a Counter Strike game, and I'm love that. Absolutely love that game. I've got, God, am i up to 100. I think I might be up to 100 hours now in Pavlov. It's I think it's my most played game now. Wow. Uh, so if for some reason you don't know what Counter Strike is or CS:GO, it's a first person shooter. Um, there's deathmatch, team deathmatch. There's uh, search and destroy, where one team's planting a bomb, the other team's defusing it. Uh, and there's also other kind of game modes that uh, people have made and custom made game modes. Uh, one game that's very popular with our group and Justin plays this with us regularly is a uh, gun game. So gun game is where there's uh, 25 or 24 or 25 guns in the game, and everybody starts off with like the machine gun, and then when you kill somebody. You move up to, like, uh, one of the shotguns. You kill somebody. Then you move up to, like, the P90, et cetera. And you go all the way through all the guns, including the pistols, until you finally get to the knife. And you knife the p- somebody. You come in first. And uh, uh, there it goes. So that's a, that's a very fun mode. Um, I used to play Search and Destroy all the time fr- um, because it reminded me of my uh, Counter-Strike games. But now if our game group, we love gun game. And then I think in the last year sometime, sometime in the last year, somebody brought in... Uh, trouble in Terrace town so it's known as TTT in Pavlov that's there's a lot of um I, sh- I should highlight this there's a lot of creativity and a lot of user created content so user created maps uh, modes mods for this game that you can download for free once you buy Pavlov um, so trouble in Terrace town is like a social deduction game where let's say you have ten people and three of the people are, are traders but um, you're, um, And the other seven people are civilians or innocents. If you've ever played like Werewolf or any of those games like that, kind of the same concept, only you've got weapons. So you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out who the traitors are. The traitors are trying to kill the innocent people without being discovered. Um, just a lot of variety there. And then just in the last week, uh, we learned of another uh, mode that somebody uh, made called Hidden where – again let's say you have um 10 people one person is this invisible killer that's trying to kill everybody and everybody else is hunting it down think of like you know predator there's just a lot of creativity and there's so much content there for the price so uh do you want to add anything did i miss anything in the kind of overview or objective of pavlov uh just
1: i think i think almost as soon as pavlov came out it had workshop support and i think that's what's made it made it be so successful and so popular and you talked about you know the fact that there are all these user created maps and like if more games did that i think they'd they'd be maybe as successful as pavlov
0: yeah i mean there's there's um there's other games out there like contractors right and the people have made games that were like battle royale um Mm -hmm. but pavlov i i think that's the point i mean pavlov had that support and pavlov was the most like counter strike which is one of the most popular games uh and what is great about Pavlov, other than you know, obviously the, the um, gameplay, is that it's a multiplayer game and there's always people playing it. You can just mm-hmm. always go on, and you can find games in in any of the modes: deathmatch, team deathmatch, search and destroy, trouble in Ta- uh, uh, Trader Town, etc. Um, mm-hmm. There's like, I used to go and look at you know how many people are playing like VR games, and Pavlov is always in like in the top five easily. Yeah, always. There's always like four hundred, at least four hundred people like playing that game. And I'm sure these days, I haven't even checked that in like the last year. I'm sure it's uh, way higher now.
1: Yeah, And there's zombie horde maps. I don't know if you've ever tried those. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. And then yeah, there's there is. Uh, jailbreak. Have you ever tried jailbreak
0: ones? I've seen it. Do you, have you tried yeah. it?
1: I tried it, and I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, that was popular for a while. But then TTT overtook that, I think.
0: Yeah, and there's a battle royale mode, right, where you just parachute in and, and all that. Yeah. So.
1: I tried that back when that came out, and back then it was buggy. I don't know if it's good now.
0: There's a lot of user-created maps. I I, mm-hmm. I know I don't play it because I, I don't love that style that much, and I know mm-hmm. our group doesn't love it. So okay. again, we we kind of just we found that with our group, we stick to gun game, uh, uh, trader town or terrorist town, or whatever, and yeah. then hidden. It's been good, but okay. it's funny. I mean, like there's new new modes like all the time that people are creating. So yeah, very fun. All right, so the um, covered a lot there. The graphics of the game. Uh, graphics of the game is is just fantastic a lot of it depends on like the user created levels or maps Um, some are Mm -hmm. really highly detailed um most of the maps are very well optimized it it runs well looks good um some of the best graphics i would say in uh in vr
1: yeah and they've definitely improved it it, they've improved it as they've updated it um yeah i mean it it looks really good like all the textures they they've definitely gotten better um like like the textures in the uh that opening uh gun range area. Like if you come up close to like some of the textures, like the pipes and stuff, that they look really impressive.
0: Yeah, yeah, good point. I mean, I the the guns themselves are very highly detailed. You can mm-hmm. I I you know, I've definitely brought up the gun to my face kind of and just looked at the detail on the guns themselves, very highly detailed. Mm-hmm. Um very good. And and within the last year also they added gore to it. So <laughs> Oh yeah. You know? uh, not just blood, but like, you know, you, you, you take some of the high power guns and you just kind of obliterate the body. So finish him. Yeah. You yeah. can turn it off too. If that throw, yeah. if that discourages anybody, you can you can turn that off. That's I've, that's seen, I've well. seen
1: people complain about it. I'm like, What?
0: Yeah, uh. it doesn't you know, it's a welcome thing to me. I mean it's mm-hmm. not like oh, I'm not playing that game unless it has gore, but like sure I'm gonna keep it on, right? Yeah. Like But it's nice. You you turn you don't like it, you turn it off. No no big mm-hmm. deal. You know, maybe yeah. you have kids, maybe you don't want it or who knows? Yeah. It's, it's funny that you're going to play a game where you're, you're putting a bullet in somebody's <laughs> head, but you're like, listen, I'm cool doing that. But as soon as I see yeah. some blood, I, I don't want to.
1: <laughs> yeah. No.
0: It's like you got to be in for it all.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, the sound. Uh, listen, I mean, I've, I've shot guns before. I'm not a gun owner, but the gun sounds all sound good to me. There's mm-hmm. um, being able to use your, your it's proximity chat so if you're close to somebody you're going to sound like you're close to them if they go a little farther away you're going to sound farther away and then when they're like in another room you um reach over to your right shoulder and you click the um uh, like your trigger on your controller and you can talk into like your walkie-talkie uh Things like footsteps you'll hear that there's not music in the game it's, n- it's not that type of game but again i'm just going to shrug my shoulders and say counter-strike counter-strike sounds kind of deal
1: well yeah and if you run you're going to be louder people will hear you and know you're coming
0: that's right yeah yeah, yeah i use that to kind of stay still sometimes or you can kind of not run or you can kind of just walk slowly and creep up on somebody right mm-hmm. and not give your yeah. your position away so yeah. um good good sound good sounds mm-hmm. um probably probably could be better somehow it's not like i, I play that game and i'm like oh my god this sounds amazing but it it totally gets the job done I, I can't think of any way to fault it yeah i can't either uh the controls the controls are i think w- one of the ingredients that make this game just so good um the controls with it is uh, first of all it's got in- index uh implemented so uh justin and i are in luck with that um mm-hmm. i have it set up so i have to actually if i release my hand i drop my gun i like that Mm-hmm. Um, I like holding that. It's if you to reload weapons, you got to pull the clip out, reach to your, your, your belt or whatever, and throw another clip in. Then you got to cock the gun back. So you, you're learning how to um, um, arm these weapons. Uh, really good feel using both hands to right, like hold the guns um, to reduce recoil. Um, you know, it's funny. Like uh, I grab like a pistol, right? Just having my my two hands close together, like I'm holding a pistol. It just there's a really good feel to it. The pump shotguns, which is a, a favorite of a lot of us, um, having actually, you actually know, do the pump motion. Just really good um, immersion, really good control, just mimicking all the things, uh, having grenades in it, being able to pull out a grenade from your pack or vest, pull the pin out, and actually throw it. Um, that's good. There's smoke. There's uh, flashbangs, all, again, throwing it. So it's just a very good, like, VR game in terms of uh, controls and immersion.
1: Yeah, this game and and Standout are my two favorite, you know, uh, multiplayer gun games. And I th- yeah, they think they both have for me the best controls. I, I feel best with the guns and reloading them feels the best, and you know everything. So uh, I have like over a hundred hours in Standout. Okay. But, yeah. I think but I didn't played that. I didn't like that battle in a battle royale game, right? Yeah, it's a battle royale.
0: Yeah, yeah I tried that. That game kind of died, didn't it? It was it was, it was good for a hot moment. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's probably died by now. Yeah.
0: All right, cool. Well, but there are bots.
1: There are bots in that game.
0: Okay, yeah. okay. All right, well, for last ability, I think I just said I had uh, like 100 hours in the game. Um, once I introduced uh, my group to playing Pavlov, uh, they were all new to it except for you, Justin. Mm-hmm. We've just been playing Pavlov. That's our go-to multiplayer game. When I'm playing VR in the last month, that's the game I was playing um, with, almost without exception. And I, I sort of go on points where I'll just play it for a long time, and then I'll back off from it. But now that I, I've got a group of friends, it's mm-hmm. just—I uh, I don't know. There, there's so much more to. It. I can easily see hundreds of more hours being put into this game. And I, I was told by uh, map creator Dead Pixel that I guess the, uh, an update's coming out this week. So bug fixes oh really? and some additions. So we'll see. Huh. It's, it's still being worked on, which is nice.
1: Yeah, I hadn't played it in a very long time. But then once you guys started playing it, I got back into it. I was like, oh, yeah, Pavlov, I like this. And, <laughs> it, and yeah, it does help a lot to play with people that, you know, you know and recognize. And, you know, that's a lot more fun.
0: I think it's, one, I think it's easily easily one of the best games that you can play with a group of friends, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. can create private lobbies, which was good for our group who was just getting used to the game. You know, they wanted to do so in a kind of a comfortable way and not just get overrun by people. If there's one improvement that I can see that this game could use is um, if they actually had maybe like a ranking or matchmaking system that was Mm -hmm. um, matchmaking based on skill. Because, you know, if you haven't played this game, you're just jumping into it. You're going to be playing against, you know, I've got 100 hours in it, but I'm not that great. You know, I get just blown away sometimes. So um, that can be discouraging, kind of like the um, Echo uh, VR example that you gave earlier on the show. Mm-hmm. I think it needs that element where you're sort of ranked and it can kind of put you with some other newbies and, and skill level. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, agree. But in lieu of yeah. that, get some friends and, and play with them.
1: So we occasionally had some guys come in that were just are they, they're so good, are they cheating? You know?
0: Yeah. 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 I was like, I, I don't know, this game's been out for three years and some people that's you like I'll go in there and I'll see like some of the same people on every time I'm in the game. Wow, you know, and and I play several times a week. I've been doing that for the last few weeks. But you know, these people have been playing every day for three years, so they're just nasty at it. That shouldn't discourage anybody because there's still new people jumping in all the time. Because this is maybe the best multiplayer game that exists for VR right now. So, yeah, Onward
1: used to be its only competition. Yeah, but I don't know if people play that anymore. I never got big in Onward at all.
0: Yeah, onward is the more serious, kind of more realistic um, mm-hmm. shooter. It's more like a military sim versus yeah. Pavlov, which is, um, you know, goes for some realism, but there's also some arcadey stuff, right? Like you could take yeah. like several gun, you could take like six pistol shots, and if it's not a good pistol and you've not been hit in the head, then you're, you're you might be still be walking.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. All right. So uh, before we get to rating, anything else you want to 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 say in regards to Pavlov?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so
0: all right cool so this game to me is a uh, oh god this is this this game is a 9.5 I, mm. I uh, it's it's hard for me to give a game a 10 like half-life Alex is like a 10 this is a 9.5 it's it's so good it is an instant buy it and it only gets better it's only gotten better since I've got it and it, it still continues to get better I highly recommend it
1: okay I'm gonna give it a nine. The only thing I'll take off is, like, well, actually, there is single-player content. If you do, like, zombie those zombie levels and stuff, you could go through that by yourself.
0: Okay. It's not like a single-player so, game. Like, it's not like a story nah, or anything nah. like that, but it's more nah. like just kind of bot kind of deal. Yeah, right.
1: so there are maps out there where you can do stuff on your own. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'll say nine. All right. I'm not sure why exactly I'm taking off a point, but, you know.
0: Hey, that's, that's, that's fine. Hmm. All right, well, the, that's going to do it for episode lucky number 13. Thanks again for uh, joining me, Justin. It's mm-hmm. good to have oh, you. Definitely. Thanks Johnny. for inviting me. Awesome. And uh, if you guys want to interact with VR Gaming Podcasts, uh, we're on Twitter. at uh, Hit us up at podcastVR. vr. doesn't get any simpler than that, at podcastVR. Or questions, you can shoot an email at vrgamingpodcast at gmail.com. Other than that, uh, see you next month.